Yo, 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 San Rico Flamingo, a.k.a. on Rico vs. World, checking in for Music Impulse. Alright y'all, it's your boy Smiles And we back for another segment of the Music Impulse On this episode, I decided to bring in three ladies for one episode All at one time <laughs> that, I don't know if that sound right Josh, I don't know if that sound cause, right cause, Cause, you know, usually I've been doing like the, the one-on-ones lately So right. you know, so I wanted to uh, do something different Cause again, like I told you before, I really wanted to actually talk to you Cause I've done so many interviews with you in the background I was right. like, I want to bring you to the foreground like, Let people hear you So you got a lot of power in here today Yes, yes, and then like I was saying you also earlier uh, A. Marie you know, hey, hey. my girl actually is a fan of you, so. Oh, yeah, I, I didn't tell her that. We haven't talked, so I didn't even get to tell you that. Yeah. Really? You got a fan already. Yeah. Uh, I like that. Because so, I, <laughs> I was seeing if, uh, if she was going to come, and I was, like, I was like, yeah, I was like, uh, Amber's coming through, and uh, she got uh, Allura, and this girl, A. Marie, she was like, hold on, the uh, the BBW Barbie? I was like. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was like, oh yeah, that's what it says in her. She was like, she's like, oh yeah, I've been, I want, been following her for a while. She's like, I'm a fan of her. I wanted to be one of her models and all that. Aww. Tell her to inbox me. I, I tell Let's her, talk. I, I got you. Yeah. So I was like, I was like, all right. I was like, well, you should come, but she hanging out with family and all that. Uh-huh. So. You mean to tell me she didn't want to come see me? <laughs> she wow. hanging out with family. I, I you understand. can see family, uh, family, uh, family first. Yeah. Family first. Yeah. Family first. Yeah, she got a little niece and nephew, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, mm-hmm. tell her to hit my inbox. Let's I'll, work. I would, I would definitely let her know. For sure. Because I was like, I was like, oh, she would have been happy to come yeah. through and meet you. Because she was like, yeah, I know. I've been following her for a while. I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I said, oh. <laughs> but, yeah. but yeah. I but, like that. Yeah, but how, how you ladies been doing? All right, how are you? Good, good. How's the quarantine and everything been going for y'all? Honestly, it started out great, but I'm getting kind of tired of it. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I haven't even really been... Go ahead, Allura, I'm sorry. <laughs> it started out, like, really peaceful, but now it's starting to get, like, really chaotic. Oh, yeah. It's like, it's, it's just too much for me. What about y'all? I honestly... I started I a business. we were in quarantine. Right. Though. I started a business during quarantine, <laughs> so... And I've been working, you know, staying mm. safe. And thank the Lord, nothing, you know, has happened. But I have not, I haven't stopped working. Like, I had to find a new way to work. Yeah. Because being in the entertainment industry, everything just completely stopped. So I had to find a new way to work. Yeah. That's what I've learned with this quarantine. Is like creatives have to really get creative. creative. Right. <laughs> like, right. Like, you can't okay. be faking so much yeah. you creative and you couldn't do nothing during quarantine. Yeah. Like, it's like, yeah. okay, how can I pivot and adjust to what I want to do and what I like to do and keep making some money somehow right. like even if it's a reduced amount of money or whatever i gotta still be out there yeah you keep it going. better than no income yep. you gotta keep it going <laughs> i mean my business haven't slowed down so nah, i guess my clients don't care about uh quarantine <laughs> <laughs> and i keep her busy okay uh-huh. <laughs> quarantine what <laughs> yeah but it has been a, it has been an opportunity for us to get closer to a lot of our loved ones and then um you know, just kind of slow down because that's one thing it has done for me. Like now, I'm just like, oh, I'm not, I'm not worried about it. I, you know, it's, it's. I tell people it's quarantine season. Like I'll be somewhere, they be like, oh, I'm so sorry for the wait. I'm like, oh, you're all right. It's quarantine season. I don't. It's not like a rush did in you my say life season, anymore. Like it comes. I did. Quarantine I did. <laughs> it comes. Once I did. A year. Quarantine season. So, I mean, yeah, but it's been actually a, a blessing for me. Yeah, to be honest. Listen, I would say anybody that hasn't 
tapped into what they can do to make extra money, you're a fool. Yeah. Okay? If you haven't started a business, haven't, you know, pushed your business to the full potential, you are a fool. And I don't use fool all the time, <laughs> but I have to use that word now because now is the time that everybody's in the house. Mm-hmm. So everybody's ordering online. Everybody's yeah, exactly. needing this. Everybody's needing that. Push your business. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, shoot, if you haven't, I, I feel sorry for you. <laughs> yep. Like, uh, my joke has been with a lot of people with the whole Amazon thing. I was like, yeah, my man Jeff Bezos, his ex-wife took half of that mm, thing right. quarantine hit and he made it right back. Because right. <laughs> right. he hiked them prices up and I be mm-hmm. mad sometimes when I be ordering. But I still be ordering, though. Fashion yeah, over like, there, too. Fashion over there. And they took their uh, coupons away. They don't yeah. want to shoot their coupons. You can't use the coupon on top of the discount yeah. now. Uh, like, who does that? Fashion over. <laughs> fashion over. <laughs> it seems like, to me, a lot of, like at least like the celebrities, seem like they've kind of slowed down on promoting the fashion over brand. They me. have. Like, they well, have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Not I'm, you, though. <laughs> no, because it was like... Laura said, well. I still do. Fashion over need to send me a box. Yeah, because I was... Because it seemed like before, like, quarantine and everything, it was like every celebrity was like fashion, fashion over, over women, fashion over men, fashion over this. I'm like, everybody got this fashion over there. Fashion deal. over got so bored, they came but out with a kid's line. You know oh, what? Oh, see, I didn't even know they had a kid's line. And then the kid's <coughs> line is a little... It's a little hoochie. Yeah. Ooh. I never let <laughs> my kid walk around in Wait, what? Yeah, oh. it is. You haven't seen it? No. outfit's yeah. like this for the kids. Yeah. Mm, no, sorry. Yeah. Nah. My, my daughter would not nah. be wearing right. any of that. Like, my nah. daughter would never. Yeah. Nah. I don't care if she's not born or even thought of yet. Yeah, he ain't got no kids, girl. <laughs> but she won't be wearing fashion of kids. I thought she had kids, my bad, sir. Uh, <laughs> right. It's all right. But she won't be wearing it. Yeah, period. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, you can wait till you're 21 to wear some fashion of Period. That's when I started put wearing a, it. Put an age, uh, age range on, an uh, age limit on, uh, on them clothes. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, Dad, for my 18th birthday, can I get some fashion? No. That's so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's so crazy. <laughs> it's illegal, just like drink, like drinking. <laughs> Fashion over low key needs to start asking for some ID. These little kids be looking a little grown. They do. Yeah. Yeah, that's what that's that's yeah. Yeah. But uh just to get to know y'all a little bit more, we're gonna we go around. So let's start with Amber. So who who is Amber? Who is who is triple A? Wow, okay, so um Amber is me. That's me all around, but I do have my different people, which is kind of what triple A uh, all entails. I got AAA from when I started doing radio. Okay. Um, and well, no, I, let me back up. No, I got AAA when I started doing entertainment as far as like a, I had a, a record label. Okay. And so that's kind of how I got the AAA name. Um, but it was because I was having to be in the midst of a lot of men and, you know, getting the respect that I needed to be able to continue and not everybody thinking that they were going to be with me or have sex with me or whatever. Or be a pushover. And <clears> yeah, that. and then so still having to be able to get that respect. So I tend to, when dudes was around me, I didn't. I wasn't angry, but I was more of like, nigga, I'm not, you know, I was more <laughs> of like, I was, ag- I was aggressive. But it also got people to understand that I was not that pushover. So that's where AAA came from. It actually means angry-ass Amber. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna, that, was, that was gonna be my I next question. I never told you that. <laughs> yeah, so they gave me yes, that's what they gave me in my label, and I was never. You know, I'm not an angry person. I'm really not. I, I've never. 
But I that's like, what it means. Rebound, I've never seen. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's triple A. That's what it means. So you're it, not angry. You're aggressive. I'm very aggressive. So yeah, it just that's and it tied over into the Amber. Right, it tied over into the radio. So that's where triple A came from. Oh, okay, all right. Because uh, you know, doing my my googles and all that, you you got a lot of businesses and stuff going on. You got the I, I saw what respect my curves. Yes, because uh, you do some modeling. Yeah, you got highly favorable. Yeah, yes. you know what I'm saying. Yes, because you know. I like to cook with CBD and flowers. <laughs> yep. Yes. Uh, you got your media bay. Yes, and that's yeah. my PR company. Yep. And then you got the Southern Fried Marketing. So it's like, it's like, yeah. like well, Southern <laughs> Fried Marketing is somebody I partner with. Okay. So that that's not actually my company, but we do a lot of work together. So that's how. I get ties into a lot of the different artists okay so it's yeah. like you, you like when do you sleep i know i work two jobs and sleep like four hours a night but you know, when, when do you sleep you know she what don't. i uh you know what i was watching this thing with lizzo the other day and um it was have y'all seen the david letterman with yes. lizzo no, no not yet. so she, you need to go watch it you need to go watch all those with the uh, yeah, dave Chappelle, with the uh robert um Junior dude, the Downing. actor, yeah, Robert Down uh, Junior, and then uh, with uh, Kim Kardashian, you need to go watch those. Okay. It's really good. But she said something on there, and she was like, <clears throat> you know, as she was younger, even going through her parents not, you know, maybe not having it all, or she maybe somebody talking about her, just going through everything she had. It's something in her head that said, "I will always, I will be where I want to be, no mm. matter what." And it's just like I, I, I get sleep, but I, I, I'm always like I've had eleven clients at one time. Like right now, I think I have like maybe nine, nine or ten, somewhere around that. But it's it's always because you have different clients that need different things. Yeah. And so um, I had to find a way for me to sleep because when I first started, I was like, oh, oh, I got this, I got this. I used to be telling her, oh, my God, I feel like I'm <laughs> going to go crazy and I need an assistant. But then as I started to get control of it, it seemed to make a lot more sense mm -hmm. to not really um, – to put some energy into myself too, but to also be focusing on my on my different job. So now I'm trying to find an assistant um, because <laughs> because I've gotten to the you don't part. Want to be her no, I'll be all over the place. No, I I, I, I've already asked. Her, I was like, I want her to be my mentor. <laughs> he did. Like, yes. so She's a great mentor, but being her assistant, absolutely not. I just because I keep it all up here, so it's like I need somebody to help me and get it like from Amber, up here to you down didn't here. Tell me that, or Amber, yeah. why? Amber, yeah. why did you wait to the last minute? Amber, what? <laughs> Yeah, no. Yes, I'm bad, but I'm trying to see. That's the thing that I need to. I feel like I'll be very successful, especially in highly flavorable, if I can just separate it and have somebody to help. Because yeah. I be having so many different angles. Like I sell food on the weekends, and I start trying to sell sell the food on Thursday. Which if I sell the food all week, then yeah. you know it'll be different. But yeah, it gets hard sometimes. But I'm blessed and very thankful that I'm able to. You know, host, and I'm a mom, so and oh, host so many times. I didn't even know you were a yeah. mom either. Yeah, yeah, I got two kids. See, yeah. <laughs> you see, his eyes, like, like, what? <laughs> yes, it's like kids on top of everything. Yeah, yes. yeah, I was like, yeah. I was like, she's already yeah. busy with like her 15 million different yeah. businesses she got going on. And I can say that that my businesses are, are successful. Like they, I'm in the are. I'm in the position where you know I've had uh, I've had companies in the past and they have not been successful successful trying to start stuff, start stuff. But these that I'm on the path with now, uh, they're very successful. So, okay, cool. All right, um, let's go to you, A Marie. Me. <laughs> she said, "Oh, all right." Um, so, yeah, who is A Marie? You know how I also saw that you you're a business owner. You got the styles by A Marie. You got the my biggest beautiful. So, like, let let us I all do. know. Like, oh, look, tell me who is all I, that when it comes to you. I am a person that wears many hats. Um, styles by A. Marie. That's me. I am a wardrobe stylist. I went to um, 
fashion school for fashion merchandising okay. where I got my associates. But I didn't choose to go into merchandising because I felt like y'all took my money to show me how to decorate a mannequin. <laughs> and that ain't what I wanted to do. <laughs> you decorate me all the time. But you're not a mannequin. But I mean, but it helped you be able to decorate her. I didn't, I didn't want, no. Look, decorate her. No. <laughs> no. I didn't want to do the Macy's window and stuff like that. I yeah. wanted to be a stylist. Period. And um, I set out to do this in 2006. But I kind of, you know, just pushed took, it to the side. Took a little break. You know, yeah, pushed it to the side. But, you know, every now and then, people hit me up be like, hey, can you do this? Can you do that? And I was like, you know what? I might as well do this full time. Just be mm. honest. Be honest and what? tell the truth. What? I was like, what? you know what? I got these oh, artists. Oh, it was your fault. <laughs> yeah, no. I was like, you know what? I got these artists and I need somebody to, you know, to help me with styling, to do stuff. And, like, and I was like, you, she was like, uh, uh. I was like, yeah, you know, you're doing it. Period, point blank. But I absolutely love it. And yeah. I, 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 I think this, you really working in your gift. Too. I mm-hmm. am. I love it. I enjoy it. I actually quit my job a year ago, right? Congratulations. October mm-hmm. 2nd, 2019, I quit my job. Uh, okay, about a year I ago. I was a, you know, special needs teacher. And I quit my job because... I wanted to work for me. Yeah. Um, I didn't want to punch into a clock. I didn't want to, you know, have to answer to nobody. I have a problem with authority. I can't. I don't, I don't <laughs> do that. Work. I don't do that well. I have a problem with that. But, no, honestly, I wanted to do something that I enjoy, that I wake up and be like, say, I'm going to go do this today. You know what I'm saying? And I enjoy making people feel good. Yeah. And that's where My Biggest Beautiful comes in at yeah. because um, it's an organization for plus-size women. Mm-hmm. I help build confidence, self-esteem. I help those that want to get into modeling. We kind of show them. Me and Amber actually work together in My Biggest Beautiful. We kind of show them the way, give them pointers, and, you know, just teach them everything that they need to know. But in the midst of that, like, I'm not going to lie. I love everything that I do. I love it. I'm a mom. Um, I enjoy that some days until she gets on my nerves. <laughs> she's older, though. She's older. So. She, she is. She's a teenager. She's 15. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's attitude. Right. Yeah. And 15 is like, oh, I'm almost yeah, grown. That's, that's one of them young, young yeah. attitude. Like, I don't care how old you are. I will let you know Maddie you are a child. <laughs> Maddie does love her mama, and her mama loves her, but her mama be having a squirrel with her sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's. That's that's A Marie. That's who I am. Um, and on the up and up, I am a plus size model. I'm a published plus size model. Period. I've been pl- published like four or five times in different magazines. Um, yeah. So that's oh. me. All right. cool. <laughs> and I am the wardrobe stylist to the Allura. Period. <laughs> Period. <laughs> All right. Speaking of Allura, let, let us know who are you. Let, um, tell some some background about you. How'd you get into singing and all that. So, um, I started my music career in 2017, Okay. but I didn't actually like start recording music until around 2018, 2019. So I started 2017. Um, okay. So I had a breakup with this guy and it inspired me to start writing, but I didn't exactly know like where I was going with it. Mm -hmm. It was just something I was doing to kind of like, um, express my emotions and not keep things so bottled up. So I started noticing that everything that I was writing kind of had a rhyme to it. It sounded like something that wasn't just like journaling. It yeah. sounded like it could be more. So I thought about maybe it could be poetry. And then I was like, maybe if I add a melody behind it, yeah. it'll sound like yeah. a song. Okay. So I started like writing these little songs. I didn't record them. 
And um, at the time, I was working as a bottle girl at a club in Dallas. Mm -hmm. So that's where I kind of got a lot of my industry connections. So I spent the first year of my music career, like, doing research and networking, trying to build a network or a team around me. Okay, cool. And you did it the right way. <laughs> I tried to. <laughs> then the second year, um, I actually started recording with the producers that I met in those clubs. Okay. So um, I built my EP, Happy Birthday to My Ex, mm -hmm. that I just released on September 4th. Y'all be sure to go check it out. By the way, that's mm -hmm. his favorite song. Yeah. For real? Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I watched the video and I was like, oh, like, like the concept of the whole video, because dude you. sat down and was like eating the, the, the little gum <laughs> ring. So, <laughs> that video, I creative directed myself. Like, oh, wow. See? Okay, video. Still, still, I, like, I like that, because it, it also made me think of like, why would I want to say happy birthday to my ex? Like, like no. <laughs> like, even, like, my, my my current girl, like, I remember she was, like, uh, she wanted me to tell my ex, like, yeah, you let her know that you moved on. Why? Why do <laughs> I like why, to do that, though? I, I shouldn't have to talk to her at all. I, I was like, I, I shouldn't have to no, talk to her. No, it'd be hard when y'all don't tell. When y'all just leave and don't, you know, don't leave say why, or y'all just... No, y'all need to just end the chapter yeah, and she say like, why no. and keep it pushing. She was like, you need to let her know. She's like, just in case she might want to come back. Right. No, I was like, she can find out, but she ended up finding out by seeing on my Instagram because remember she called me and was like. Sometimes that's worse. So you got a girlfriend? I was like. <laughs> <laughs> and it was probably like a few days after. I was like, damn it, she told me to call Let's go. Yeah, you <laughs> But I feel like we, we're not together. We haven't but talked in months. You don't want to leave nobody in the blind thinking that, oh, I can come back when you really can't because you have somebody. But then it also makes your current feel secure that, hey, right. he's already let her know. So if so, she try to come some, you know what I'm saying? Then that's young. when I can handle her. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's when y'all get handled. That's the thing. When y'all get handled is when y'all don't close the chapters that y'all used to be in and then these girls call your phone at two o'clock in the morning they Thinking come they knocking on your door or they they come you know doing all kinds of stuff trying to slide back in mm -hmm. and all you have to do is close the chapter and then we'll be all right you know you'd be breaking up and making up with them anyway so they probably feel right. like this is just another that one part. of those cycles yeah because you gotta um, let her know the cycle is broken and that you've moved on yeah because when she called me she called me crying like i like i know we went through a lot and we haven't talked in a while <laughs> See what I, mean? like, I, I exactly. really just thought that you know you was it was like, like i was like she's like it was hopeful that you know we can get back together in the future and you know we can be better and no no I was no. like oh I hadn't thought about any of that no no no, no. <laughs> that's why you gotta make sure you tell them happy birthday you let them know that you're eliminating them and you're gonna celebrate that process okay? absolutely yeah, happy birthday to my ex period like see I'm so thankful for artists like this <laughs> so thankful like she called me for my birthday and I was like mm -mm. Uh, oh I appreciate it but you didn't have see, to see I would have to pull a monocle <laughs> yeah because Daniel I don't know even know like, Gunica <laughs> 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 My girl Gunica. Um, so uh, let's see, what else did I want to? Um, okay, Allura, so tell me about the creation of like Windows Down. Like I know I've seen you posting a, a lot lately about how it's been going up the rankings on iTunes. So uh, how how that feel like? Because uh, Windows Down is also like my, my other little. I was, I was like a nice little, little, little summer vibe, <laughs> bop and everything. I was like, see, this is one of those songs that if summer was really going on without Corona and coronavirus, it really would have blew up even more. I think so too. I'm so sad that we were in quarantine when I released it. That was actually my favorite song on the entire. EP. 
EP. Now, I say that about all my songs, but I think I really mean it this time. <laughs> I think I really do. Uh, it was my favorite song to record. Um, I remember when I was working on it, I was trying to decide if I was even going to put it on the EP or not. Because I was like, eh, my EP has a lot of bops. I need like some more meaningful songs on there. I need some more ballads. So I decided to go with What You Want to Do on mm. there instead. And then like a year later, like when I was getting ready to release it, I was like, you know what? Let me go ahead and slide this last song in. And I decided to release it as a single as well. Okay. So it kind of get its own attention. But um, so that song kind of came about. I was scrolling through Twitter, minding my own business, as I always do. <laughs> I mind the business that pays me. So I was tweeting. I remember I tweeted, um, we can beef if you bring me a paycheck. Mm-hmm. And the guy from Happy Birthday to My Ex, the one that inspired it, was dating this new girl. And so she followed me on Twitter, like, right when I tweeted that. But I didn't realize that it was her. And so when I tweeted, we can beef if you bring me a paycheck, I think she thought that I was, like, trying to Try come those shots. And so she, like, started commenting all this hate on my page. And I was just like, where is this coming from? So when I looked at her page, I was like, oh, it makes sense now. And so then I was like, I'm sitting here trying to live life, and you really just want to live mine. And then I was like, wait a minute. I'm just trying to live life. Live life. And you just want to live mine. Live mine. Look at that. Inspiring new hit singles. You know that. I like that. <laughs> Thank you. I was like, yeah, you, you, you and your boo are, are, are making hit singles for me. Period. Y'all just Thank mad. You. <laughs> what are y'all creating? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but um, actually, uh, let's actually throw to one of them. Which one do you want to do? Uh, Happy birthday to my ex or what you want to do? We can throw to one, one of the songs right now. Then we can, we can come right back. We can do happy birthday to my ex. All right. So introduce it and then we'll be right back. It's your girl, Alora from at It's Alora's World on Instagram. You guys are listening to my new single, Happy Birthday to My Ex, from the EP, Happy Birthday to My Ex.
my ex, that bitch ain't shit Close case, she want me back, cause she know I'm the shit I bought her from the tip off, I got my hands so pissed off That is me saying it, and VVS down She want me back, she can't have that, her ass is so She said she stuck, she ain't love me, it's like she froze And when I dive in that pussy, I go straight for the deep end y'all we're back that was happy birthday to my ex from Allura so we back with these three wonderful ladies Amber A. Marie and Allura how yes, y'all y'all still good y'all still good yes, we are. yeah yeah uh, let's see what else this is your first interview, A. Marie? No. Oh, oh you been interviewed? Okay. Yeah. She, 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 Maybe I'm, she is not new to this. No. I, <laughs> I've been doing this since I got in the industry in 2018. So, yeah. Okay. Because I, I, like, I know some people, they be like, oh, I'm nervous. Oh, no. I'm never nervous. Mic. She's like, I got this. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. I think this may be my first interview that I've been interviewed. Yeah, because you're always oh, just. Yeah, yeah no, I've never. What did, did I do? did the one with me and JD for NBIB. No. That was, oh, okay. It was so long ago, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I do remember that one. Yeah, okay, cool. No. Okay. Yeah. I thought I was trying to give you some kudos, Josh. I was trying to give them to you. But. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Sorry. <laughs> I figured you already. I figured you already. I don't do a lot of interviews. She doesn't. She's no. normally behind the scenes. Yeah, I don't do a lot of interviews. See, this is why I wanted to do it. We had to bring you to the mic. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I've probably done probably like half your roster, right. probably at least. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So you've done a lot of them. Yeah, I appreciate that too. Hey, I really do. I love it. That's why when you become my mentor, you know. We, yeah. We can work. But Maybe. he never sets up the meeting. Yeah. He's supposed to take me to breakfast. I, I know. I, and then he calls me like ten minutes before. He was like, "We still going?" I'm like, "Wait a minute! I ain't even." So have you yeah. seen that meme that if you don't contact me none that day, like yeah, we're, we're not, not going? going. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. me. Yeah. <laughs> Amber was probably a highly flavorable. I was. I don't know what I was doing that day to be honest. You really. She was like. She was like. I'm about to do go into a meeting right now. I was like. Oh. Oh. Okay. But yeah. No. We need to do that. I, I would love to. I would love to do. I'm used to mentoring high school students, but I would love to mentor. You know. Bree. <laughs> 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 I would love to, you know, you, I, you love music. And that's one thing that I do. Definitely, I can tell every time you do interviews, you absolutely love music. So that's something that I would love to have somebody who can who got more knowledge about music than I do. Because I, I freaking music is like sometimes I say something to Josh and he'd be like, such and such. such. I'd be like, damn, how you know that? Because <laughs> he studies. Well. He does. He really does. Yeah, was he like, really does. Because um, actually, when I went to college, I really wanted to be a, a biology major. Be pre-veterinarian. Okay, I can so like, actually see that for you. So, like, my first year and a half, I did that. But ever since my freshman year, I was studying. I was doing the radio broadcasting for the station. So, mm -hmm. I was just doing it for fun. Mm -hmm. So, like, my second year, struggling with the science classes. I got, like, a D in my math class. Mm -hmm. And my 
uh, RA, my advisor on my floor, she was a radio broadcasting major, and she was just like checking in on me, like, you know, how's school going? How's everything going? I'm like, yeah, not really going too well in my math class. Mm-hmm. Science is kind of struggling right now. Also, I'm like, not really feeling it. She was like, but how about the radio station? I was like, so I see you posting all the time about, you know, listen to my radio show, and seems like you like it. I was like, yeah. I was like, I love doing it. She was like, well, next semester, you take the introduction to radio broadcasting class. She's like, you don't have to change your major, just take the intro class. She's like, I'm pretty sure it'll uh, be a part of one of your prerequisites or whatever, so if you don't like it, it still counts. I was mm-hmm. like, all right. Took it the next semester, loved it, changed my major. I remember telling my parents, like, hey, I'm thinking about changing my major. They're like, all right, cool, and then... Like, my mom, my dad, and they're like, well, you used to sell CDs in high school and everything, so we, <laughs> we, we knew you always loved music, so we figured, like, that's Aww. just what makes sense. Like, even her, like, I went to high school with her, so, like, she knows. That was my thing in high school. I was selling, I was, I, I will mind gloating. I was the CD guy in high school. Like, like, yeah. Yeah, I, I was the hookup. Like, it was days I hey, believe in high school. Did you DVDs too? No, I just did the music. I was just the, just CDs. the music. Yeah. But I was, like, I was the dude with the hookup. Yeah, it was some days I'd leave like $100. I went to that cl- I went. I did that class as well, too. I think that's what made me getting started on journalism. Uh, oh, yeah, because I saw you, yeah. you, you did journalism and business administration. Yeah. yeah I did. Yeah. told you. I did yeah. my Googles. Yeah, he did a lot of research. Because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say none of this stuff that he's saying to y'all. I didn't tell them anything. So, yeah. I wasn't y'all PR today. I just told y'all to come to the interview. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but um, also, just to kind of get into, like, them whole women empowering and everything, I want to ask you, um, what are y'all thoughts on just, like, some of the women that's in entertainment and everything dominating? Like, you know, we got acting, got fashion, music, sports. It's like, I've really noticed within, like, the last year, year, two, couple years, it's like, it's women running things. We got, uh, like, Rihanna in, in fashion and music. You got all the R&B artists, all the rappers are all women, you know, from, like, SZA, Meg, yeah, all love them. them. It's I like, love it's it. just... I can be totally honest. I just hope it sticks. Me too. Because this is the thing. We went through this in the 90s. With Trina. Yeah, I mean, we had, we had a flood of females, you know, from the late 80s to 90s. Mm-hmm. And it just seemed like it just like after the 90s to the 2000s, it seemed like it kind of escaped. We really didn't have the big flood of women. So I hope it sticks this time. I hope we continue to be able to grow women and build women to where they can be the forefront in the entertainment, fashion, beauty, whatever. Yeah. Sometimes I wonder, though, because it's like now with this whole Meg versus Mulatto thing and Nikki versus Cardi, it always feels like you have to choose. Mm-hmm. Like all women can be winning at the same time, and it it's exhausting. Right, it is. I I, I totally agree with that. Well, especially like because a lot of the new girls, they're all like, "Hey, we can't exist. Like we're cool with each other. It's like y'all fans try to pit us against each other. Right. Like we all rock with each other. Like we, like I, I remember seeing Meg say something like, "Yeah, I'm cool with." Cardi and I'm cool with Nikki. Like, yeah. don't try to pit me against them or against them, yeah. so, like yeah, I'm friends equally with both of them. <laughs> you know what? This society is so like it's like a beef society. Yeah. Like everybody wants everybody to get into it, or you stole my look, or you stole my sound, or you stole this. My thing is, we've all stole something from somebody exactly. to build Everything who we are. Derives mm-hmm. from something. Yes. Like even like it goes back into the Roman period. Everything like religion all derives from some sort of other religion or paganism yep. that started back in the day. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing with music. It constantly evolves. Nothing right. is new under the sun. Yep. <laughs> it's like we all use a little bit of something from somebody. Absolutely. Right. And I they say that the highest form of flattery is copying right. somebody. Yep. You know? Exactly. Like when Nikki come out, oh she's copying Lil' Kim. Okay. Let let her recreate. Right. Yeah. Yes. 
because it's mm. still keeping her relevant. And I just think that. You know, us as women, we talk about women empowerment, but we really don't do it. Yeah. yeah. That's the difference. We talk about how we're so women empowering, but us behind these Twitter fingers or Instagram fingers, we're putting women but down or we're putting them against each other. I feel like men play a part in that, too, because it, it feels like they pit us against each other. And so we always have to feel like we're one up or like we're better than the next woman. And it really doesn't have to be that way. We can all be winning and getting money. I Absolutely. Feel like the problem. Dang. Josh is like, dang. I know I'm not one of those men. Because he's like, every man says All women matter. All women matter, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That should go on the shirt. Right, all women matter, exactly, right. I do got a shirt that says black women matter. Black, okay. But all women. All women. Yeah. All women. All colors. Because I'm not black. Yeah, you didn't know she was Hispanic. You? Josh, don't, <laughs> don't, don't, don't look. What's my name, Laura? <laughs> Gabby, <laughs> Gabriella. <laughs> black, <laughs> black power, Got black power. It up, Amber. No, I'm, I'm not. I, I know she's mixed with a lot of different stuff. That's why I she looked the way she do. Oh, oh no wonder you got such good hair. <laughs> <laughs> That's why she ain't got to wear these wigs. She can really just yeah, shake hers out and really, be like, because she she don't even have to cornrow her hair underneath. She just slick it. Back. Yeah, she just slick it back. I'm Who like, can do that? I did that today. I, if I don't if I don't cornrow my hair up under my wig, my wig <laughs> my gonna start lifting up. up. It's, gonna, it's gonna. I like. I thought it was because your hair had bleach. No, but now that I think of it, my hair is bleached and it don't even lay down like that. Yeah. No, no, what, she what, got that good hair. I'm, I'm only what, what like. I'm mixed with Indian. I'm mixed with white. I'm mixed with a whole lot of stuff. I'm only like 15% black. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> See, I'm learning new stuff. She I'm still right. can do black power. And I still do. Because, <laughs> I mean, at the end and of the day, I that's win. all they can look at you right. as. <laughs> no, but I, I, I embrace that. I don't even let people know. I just, you know, was joking. But I'm a black girl. She's a nigga guard. Because if you would have said uh, Hispanic somehow, I'd have been like, oh, darn it. I, didn't, I totally missed all that. <laughs> you didn't see none of that, did you? Yeah. I put on black hair today. Oh, God. I was going to wear it because Amber me. hates my black hair. Uh-huh. I hate the black she, hair. Allura says, uh-huh. oh, Amber, no. <laughs> <laughs> you look like the Hispanic girl in school to be eating no. hot Cheetos for breakfast. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, see, thank you. Maybe she won't wear the black hair anymore. Thank you. I like black hair. No, you do Gabby. not. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Gabby, we don't want the black hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gabby with the black hair. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to embrace it, too, and she was like, no. And I was like, girl. I didn't even know how to tell you. Like, I was like, I, I tell her. Else? <laughs> <laughs> like, like would you bring another wig? No. <laughs> I tell her, but like, Amber, I do not. She'll answer the phone. I'll be like, oh, yeah, God. I was like, like, my heart is broke. <laughs> you see how they do me? I know. They just. just but this is this you. is what real true friends, you know what I mean. Yeah. This is what real like. This is my fifty. We we we've been Period. rocking for a minute. So yeah. I tell her she like when she mad at me, she won't call me one day, and then the next day she be like, "Bitch, oh can we cuss?" <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, she be like, "I gotta say it again." Now she be like, "Bitch," I be like, "What's wrong now? What did I do?" Well, you were supposed to. I be like, "Oh God, you already know me. Like you know me." <laughs> so, but we're able to. I'm able to tell her when she wrong. She able to tell me when I'm wrong. So like, like I think that day. if women. Period would get along in that manner. Yeah, like I have friends that I've been friends with since sixth and seventh grade, and it's like seven of us, yeah. six of us, 
And I, I wouldn't mind having those type of friendships with other women throughout, but it's a lot of cattiness going yeah. on. You know, it's a lot of different things that you just have to ignore. And when I see that stuff, I'm telling you, I, I, I slide right on about <laughs> the group. Me too. And I think that's the reason why, like, I'm lonely in my 20s because I feel like a lot of these friendships that I see other people have are draining. Yeah. Like, everybody's talking about each other. Nobody's really feeding each other's souls. Like, one thing I can say about Amber, I mean, she's my stylist, but she slowly, well, quickly becoming my friend. Like, <laughs> She she's a good mentor as well because whenever I feel down or whenever I'm having trouble, she's like, uh uh-uh, uh, friend, nah. I'm gonna give you a little day. You can be upset, but tomorrow I'm gonna need you to come correct. She was like, do whatever you need to do, cry, pout, whatever. She was like, before these next seven days to get whatever answer you're seeking, you need to fast and pray. And I've never really had a friend that told me that. Like people will listen to you and give you terrible advice yeah. and call it a friendship. Like, no, I'm over it. Oh, I love you. Oh, I guess my whole thing is is have your moment. Yeah. Don't let it have your day. And it's easy for me to say that to them. And sometimes I have to learn how to take my own advice. Ooh. Because well, that's, I, that's what I'm what I, here for. That's what I struggle with. But she does that for me. Like, Amber does that for me. So as I'm doing it for Allure, Amber's doing it for me. And then I'm doing it back for Amber. Because, like, it's days where I'm like, Amber, I don't want to do this. Amber, I can't do this. But she don't. She's okay. Triple A. We're gonna go back. To, oh, angry. She's 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 very aggressive, and I'd be like, <laughs> I mean, I, I show a little bit of sympathy. No, she doesn't. I do. I do show. I show a little bit of sympathy. I give you like two percent sympathy. T- yeah, I give a little oh, bit of sympathy, but well, if, sometimes you need tough love. And she gives that to me, and so it's like, okay, all right, well, shit, I ain't even, I ain't even in my feelings no more. Cause <laughs> I know, one thing I will say, I didn't, say, she, I didn't push her off the ledge, out of her feelings. Good job. <laughs> one thing I will say about Amber Dion Triple A is that like I couldn't see anybody else um, in this position simply because like in the industry, I need somebody that's gonna push me. I don't need somebody that's gonna baby me. Yeah. That's gonna tell me what I need to, or what I want to hear. I need somebody that's gonna tell me what I need to hear, and that's gonna tell. I'm gonna get my ass back out there and pick up whatever it is off the floor and keep going because I noticed that whenever people coddle me, it doesn't really allow me room to grow. Mm-hmm. And so I appreciate that about you. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. I, trust me, I I, I wouldn't never pulled her in if I didn't think if I didn't see something in you. Like I, I'm glad I pulled her in to where she would be able to you know style you and y'all could be become good friends too. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the lo- I can't say love connection. Friend connection. Yeah. Friend connection. But I'm the connector, all, period. It all comes full circle. And I feel like this comes back to women empowerment mm-hmm. because we're all building each other up. And I think that it's definitely divine by God in this season mm-hmm. that we're in okay. because right now we're in quarantine. Oh, she's mm-hmm. a preacher's She's a preacher's daughter. Oh, yeah. Not only the, am I a preacher's daughter. We didn't put daughter, that in there. She also I do. I am she an ordained minister. She is an ordained minister, too. She yeah. just don't put that on her Instagram. Because <laughs> I had to get a little ratchet on her Instagram. She's a preach on the weekend. <laughs> no, I'm a church girl every day. <laughs> Take that back. I'm a church girl every day, okay? Um, so what you're saying is, like, whenever I get married, I can, I can ask you. No? See... Well, you can at least style my my wife. I can do that, period. Okay? I can definitely do that. But I'm going to tell you, 
I'm ratchet, okay? <laughs> I'm a little hood. <laughs> so you might not want me up there officiating your wig. Because, <laughs> you know, I'm a, I'm a say, like, not kisser. Do you really like him like that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Y'all no. say y'all like each other, but y'all not kissing All right. for me. <laughs> like, no, like, no, for real. When I did my first sermon, I'm so big on selfies. Well, I was then. I made the whole church take out their phone and take a selfie. <laughs> yeah, that's that's me. But no, it, it did come full circle, especially right now. Because as she's seeking somebody to really mentor her and be in her life and to be her friend, God knew that that was going to be me. But he used Amber to place me there. Mm-hmm. You, you see what I'm saying? And with Amber placing me with these artists, it's taking me more places than I ever thought that I would be, you know what I'm saying? And it's opening more doors for me. So this is just full circle. Yeah. Full yeah. circle. And I pray for my friends. Like, I cover my friends. Me I cover, too. like, this one right here. No matter how bad she get on my nerves, I love her. I get on her nerves, too, though. I, I absolutely love her. And it's some days that I be like, okay, I need to call Amber. Or I need to call Amber. And then she'll call me. I be like... How you know? <laughs> you was thinking about me because I was thinking about you. And I was gonna call you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But we empower each other. How long have y'all been friends? Me and Amber been friends going on three years. Three years? Okay. Yeah. That's how long you've been having MBAB? No, we how long been friends. Having, I know. How long what? you been having MBAB? I, I thought it's been four years. I was about to say I'm I thought sorry. NBIB been here for three years. Yeah, you're right. I'm be, I'm 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 wrong. She didn't want to be my she didn't want to be my friend that first year. She said, she said that first one, year. Of them, one of them years out of that she didn't want to be my friend. I didn't want to be her friend because she was she had this look on her face like Oh my god. You know, uh I'm the shit. You no, know what I'm saying? Whatever. But, but she had you this have walk. to carry yourself like that. She has a walk. Her model walk is it, it, it tells everything about her. It tells how aggressive she is. Yes. It tells how how much she's a boss like her walk speaks for her mm-hmm. and I was like not intimidated but damn bitch okay yeah. that's but, called but, manifesting yeah. no for real like but that's then all I, I know what to do I that's had to start talking to her in order to get to know her and as I got to know her I was like oh you you not as mean as I thought you was. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that's why I can't never get new friends. I because Girl. for one, when I go to the club, I'm I'm serious. I just be like, I be to myself. Like <laughs> when I go places, I don't really I am too. And yeah. I think I don't know if I'm gonna get friends until like I'm up there with Meg and them. I think Meg is supposed to be my friend. <laughs> you know what's she funny? <laughs> is that they say try to spirit by the spirit and they really don't even know that be they don't blend in with people of the world mm-hmm. because the Bible says you have to be of the world, but not in the world. Yeah. They're of the world, me. but they're not in the world. Period. That's why their spirits connect with mine. Yeah. See? I, Look at that. You see? I, you believe in spirits and energy and stuff? Oh, yeah. Josh? Yeah, I do too. I always tell um, my very first, I guess, moment I really believed it was actually in college. I remember the, uh, I worked at like the front desk of one of the dorms and, you know, when all the guests come in or whatever, like letting them like, oh, yeah, you know, um, mom's here, dad's here or whatever, friends or late night when people trying to come like, oh, you don't you don't live in this dorm. No, you no, you can't come mm-hmm. in. No, I know you're trying to do a booty call. So I was that guy. That, you were stopping the booty call. I mean, oh. if I knew you, because if I if I if I knew you, I'm like. Go ahead. Go ahead. If you get caught, floor three. <laughs> if you get caught, I ain't even see you. Yeah, I ain't. Okay, okay. You know where that goes. I, 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 I let a few. I've even let a few. Hey, 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 hey smiles. Hey, let me up. Uh, she expect. Uh, I got you. 
<laughs> but uh, <one laughs> see, we didn't got too close. I keep but, calling him by his government name, and I know his name is Smiles. Oh, I, we didn't got too close. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, so like one of the the days, uh, this lady this lady came to visit um her daughter, and I, I let her in to go visit her daughter, and she came back and was like, uh, the spirit led me to tell you something. I was like, yeah. She was like, whatever you were just stressing out about um o- over there, okay. it's all right. God said that it's all right. I'm like. How she know I was stressed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I was like, huh, energy and, yeah, I was like, huh, so I called my mom and I was like, mom, this lady just came and like it was like, <laughs> uh, I know you've been stressed and the, the God told me to come back and tell you whatever it is you were you're worried about. Stop worrying about it. She was like, mm. she's like, yeah, that was God sending you a message. Mm-hmm. She's like, did you know that? Lady? I'm like, no. I was like, I literally let her in, but then she came back and was like, hey, whatever it is. Don't worry about it. God told me to tell you that. Mm-hmm. She can feel that energy. Yeah. So, and it's not even the energy. Like sometimes God delivers messages through people True. that you don't even know because your faith might not be as strong. And it's like, okay, God, I know you'll do this, but He has to use somebody that you don't know to say, hey. Even in the pardon of your sins, I still love you and I'm still here for you. Mm-hmm. But you you wouldn't accept it from people that you know because it's like, oh, well, they know my life. But you will accept it from somebody that you don't know. That's what I be yeah. trying to tell my parents when they yeah. be trying to tell me about my life and they get upset when somebody else from the outside tells yeah. me. I'm just like, I mean, yeah, y'all tell me all the time, but I need to hear it from somebody else. That, right. that is me all day yeah. long from her <laughs> to like shot. Everybody's like. They'll tell me the same thing over and over again, but as soon as someone different tells, I'm like, "Hey, yeah." yeah. So they Did told me know? that they were like, yeah. "But I told you the same thing." But it was but the re- it's see, different, it's, though. yeah, it's different. Like they, <laughs> I was like, I don't know. It's like, I, like shot up. Like, see, I already tell you, you don't never listen to anything I say. But as soon as someone else, I'm like, I, I mean, yeah. I was like, oh yeah, I do remember you telling me that now. But you know, but when they said it, it like clicked in my head. Like, yeah. oh, okay, I get it now. Because it was a stranger. Mm-hmm. It was nobody that you knew. Yep. I was like, I think it's because I just keep the same message all the time from the same people. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Was like, oh, okay, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, I should do that. <laughs> <laughs> I am messing up. You're right. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I was going to ask y'all, what's next? Um, what made it, what motivates y'all to do your very best? Honestly. Just the fact that I love what I do. And it's weird because I've never really liked anything before. Like, I've always just been the person that was good at stuff. Mm-hmm. I was good in school. I was a good dancer. I was a good cheerleader. I never really had to work at anything. And the fact that I actually have to work to do this and I still enjoy it is what motivates me. It's nice to be able to do something that you really love. Okay. What about you two? Either one of y'all can go first. Go ahead. For me. <laughs> It's really seeing the joy on people's faces. Um, I'm a caregiver, um, and I I worked in a nursing home for a long time. Um, I I currently work for my aunt. She has cerebral palsy. Been working for her for over 13 years. I enjoy taking care of people. Okay, let me say that first and foremost. But I enjoy making them feel good. I enjoy making them look good. And I'm not going to even lie. Like, every time I dress Laura and she's like, it's the fit for yeah. me. I'm like, it's for me. You're like, my day is made. My day is made. Yeah, because... I'm able to make someone else's day not only through the clothes, but we don't only I don't only just style her. I don't only just style my clients. I give them words of encouragement. Like I I call everybody beautiful. I call everybody gorgeous. I call everybody bae. That's those are words that women need to hear more often than anything. Even for men. I don't go that far because, you know, some people be like, Oh, she flirting with no. You know, <laughs> but you're handsome. You're this, you're that, you're a strong black man. That's that's just me. And it keeps me going because their energy 
gives me energy mm-hmm. when they look good, when they feel good. And it's like, dang, Amber, you really helped me today. Yeah. And yeah. I love helping people. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. I think for me, um, <clears throat> I have a past. Like, I, I've been through a lot. I was in the streets for a long time. Um, so I think my past and knowing that I could have been in jail, I could have been dead, you know, I could have been all kinds of stuff. And I think knowing my past and what I've been through um, and knowing where I am and where I foresee myself in the future, that's what motivates me. Like my kids, you know, you always hear people say they're kids. Of course, my kids motivate me. That's mm-hmm. no question. But for me, <clears throat> what makes me continue to push every day is knowing my past and what I've been through in the past. Um, like I, I've so I've been in drug game. I've been, you know, I've been in, I've, I've done a lot of things in my life that I probably should not have been doing, but, but, um, but I, that, that, that's what motivates me knowing what I've been through in the past and knowing that, um, that's something that I don't want to go back to doing. And I, I've, I, I found so much enjoyment in the entertainment industry, no matter what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. That's what makes me keep going. So, all right, cool. All right, y'all ready for the fun questions? Yeah. yeah. All right. This is usually how I like to wrap up my music impulse episode. So, a few little fun questions. Uh, first one: Who is your current favorite artist? I ain't gonna lie. I, I'm not gonna lie. I got this new little artist. His name is Wachibi. Oh yeah, Wachibi. I'm not even gonna lie. Like he's 16, 17, and the first time that I heard of the the little dude, I let my kids hear it, and they was like, "What's his What's his Instagram?" So like his vibe and his whole little thing, and he talks about so much pain, and I'm like, "How the hell do you have so much pain at this age?" Trust me, you know. But I know that in the age that they're growing up in the age range, because they see so much on social media, right. the world is just wide open mm-hmm. that he probably has experienced this type of pain. So, um, to be honest with you, that that is one of my one of my favorite upcoming artists right now, um, but Mulata. Period. Oh, I'm, yeah. I, I, I'm not I even gonna lie. Like I've been watching her since TV, and yeah, no, that, for real. Yeah, I saw yeah. that first season of the, right. the little show, the rap yeah. game. and the I was in game. love with her then. And it was like she disappeared off the scene, or maybe she was yeah. doing the underground. I don't know what she was doing, but when she popped back, got a bag. Got yeah, a bag. she yeah. was she was nice. Yeah, I was she like, was nice. that album was super dope. I was like, oh, and then yeah. she been killing on the features. I was like, I thought yeah. about her recently. I was like, man, did you see the take money? Yeah, I ain't gonna even like. I like how nasty she is. Me, like I can relate to that. <laughs> I really like her music videos. They're captivating. They are. It's the style, it's creative, the fits. Yeah. Uh, I like I really my my new favorite one is the the one she got with um what's, what, uh, the what's the white boy that rap um from uh, um dang it I just heard this hold on uh, wait a minute I just heard the album the other day because I was listening to what is his uh, hold on um, I don't know he, who you're talking about he's from, he from the West Coast yes uh, I know who you're talking I just listened to the song the other day. Uh, see, I'm, I'm yeah. not lie. You gonna have to go look it up. I'm yeah, because I was like, yeah, but she she's dope in so many ways. So yeah, she and again, that's the women empowerment. Something that I hope just sticks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for me, man. I think it's Meg. It's Meg for me. It's Meg for you. <laughs> <laughs> and I like Danny Lay. Oh, and Kaylani. Yeah, Kaylani is nice. Yeah, she has a very melodic voice, very sultry. For me, uh, it's just everybody. <laughs> <laughs> whatever I cut on in that moment. <laughs> she, she said, whatever I cut on. Right now she going to get down to it. Period. 
Period. What's that song? Uh, throw baby. Oh, oh yeah, throw baby. I'm trying to give him to you. Throw baby. I'm trying to put him. Yeah. That, that what gets me in my mood. I'm like, okay. Yeah, my, my best friend Smitty, he got me hip to that. That that's his joint. Like, uh, she met him a couple weeks ago when he when he came down here. Like, he played that song all weekend yeah, I, I, long. I By the end of the weekend, I was like, throw baby. I'm trying to give him to you. Throw baby. <laughs> but yeah, that, okay, that's I my will. joint. Oh, uh, I think you. they said it, Lil Sims wrote that song, Throw Baby. Uh, what was that dude? And that's uh, another thing. It's so many new little artists yeah. that be popping up every minute. Like, it's so many I just be like, what, what the world? Uh, like this whole time, yeah. I thought Ruby Rose was a singer, but it turned out she just got an OnlyFans. Oh yeah, she's a stripper. Well, <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. I, thought, I thought she was like a rapper. Nah, yeah, she's been. <laughs> <laughs> She nah. only has only and a creator. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I have an idea. <laughs> All right, but uh, let's see. What's the next one? Only um, fans, me, please. <laughs> um, what kind of music do y'all like to listen to when you're sad? Um, when I'm sad, I like trap music when me I'm too, sad because they really be rapping about what I be feeling. <laughs> like. I like to pretend to sell at work. You know what I'm saying? So you're going to be watching that T.I. versus Jeezy battle? Oh, what? Hell yeah! What? That is going to be the best. Like, I ain't lying. Like, that that right there, they, man, I'm so ready for that. I don't need, I'm be in my room just singing because I know all the songs. Like, I know everything that they're going to play, especially the Trapper Die Jeezy. Like, I'm ready for him to play all of that. (laughs) Yeah, like, um, I'm ready for him to play all that. When I take shot about it the other day, he was like, "Oh, I'm about to go back to memories of when I used to be in high school, you know, right. selling at work." Right. <laughs> I was like, yeah. "What?" He, right. he was like, "He was like, hey, Josh, he's like, I got a pass too." I was like, right. "I was like, wow. right, right." He must have been like them songs. Them songs. <laughs> even if you wasn't even. selling dope back then, them songs made you feel like you were selling dope back then. Okay. Um. Let's see. What kind of music do you like to listen to when you're uh, trying to cheer yourself up? Gospel for me. Yeah. Ooh, that new Corn Hawthorne album. I'm not I'm not familiar. Not familiar? Oh. <laughs> wow. Oh. You know who, who loves the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more of a, a gospel rap uh, guy. Like, okay. I, I like you my man Lecrae. Yeah, 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 me too. It, it was really like Lecrae. Yeah. yeah. It's really like just him. <laughs> see, for me, I listen to when <laughs> I know that's the only one. Like I've, I've heard, like the other guys just come from him doing them, but it's really just Lecrae. Yeah, like I've heard of all of them, but it's like, but it's just Lecrae. Yeah, it's yeah. Lecrae. It's I Lecrae. think for me, when when I when I'm like, say for instance, I'm going through some maybe a, a second ago, some you know, somebody may have said something, or I may be like feeling really, like like I want to pop off. I think for me, it's affirmations. Like I listen to words of affirmations like repeatedly. Okay. Um, so gospel, of course, but uh, my word, my words for affirmation, yeah. I put it in my ear in a second. And so I don't go off on people. That uh-huh. is very, cause I'll turn on some trap music real quick. Cause they be feeling my anger. <laughs> yeah. See, and that's what I used to do. I'm telling you when I, when I was going through my divorce, like trap music, like really, like, especially who is that? Uh, Rihanna. The white, the uh, what was the what was the what was the title of that song? White horse, or no? What was the title of that song? That um, the song where she said, um, 
Uh, when she was talking shit, she was just like, uh, I don't need you, nigga. What is the name of this song? Uh, um, Rihanna song. song. It's like 45 seconds. I know what you're talking about. Nah, it's a it's a whole song. It's the, um, uh, she's talking about the white horse. Why can't I think of the name of this song right now? It's a, it's a, it was probably about a couple of years ago. But anyway, yeah. that song got me through my divorce because I was like, what she was saying in the song, I, I felt it. But for so long, it didn't carry me out. Like, I needed something to affirm that I was doing better. You know what I mean? I need to listen to Dead by Madison Beer. Like, have you oh. heard that song? Uh, I have, but I, I found out about the mulatto song. It's G Easy. Why, why yes. couldn't I think of his G-Eazy name? Down, I yeah. I, yeah, I, could, down. I don't know why I couldn't think of his name, and I love G Easy. Yeah, so I, I like the vi- I like that that video that they did. The uh, visual, yeah, the visual. Yeah, because she's like the the because it's like takes place in a hotel, and she's like the boss of the hotel, so he keeps having to go back and get um his uh duties as they go to the different rooms and then like her she do she kills her I'm person gonna watch that. yeah, yeah so. i think i seen that visual too now that you're saying it i know i heard the all song but i think the dope. visual they are they, they somebody's really putting some some work and some thought into no, our visuals for real. Yeah. Throw yeah. baby. <laughs> <laughs> you have me listen to that when i when i right, leave right, right, in the car i'm about to hit up my boy smith like hey other people was hip to the song too <laughs> the other day i was upset i turned that song on it brought me to a very Nice space. Yeah, like I was that. like, that, that, that's my joint lately, the last couple weeks. That makes you real good. She said, It don't even sound like it's going to be seen the video too? I watched the video too. No, I'm going to have to watch it. I love it because even, even at the end, uh, like it cut, it cuts off and then it comes back in and, just, and you see him in the crowd and there's like a crowd of people and they all saying, Throw baby. Oh, I, yeah. to I, was like, I was like, Oh, that's dope. Yeah. <laughs> so. But uh, that's pretty much all I had kind of had for y'all. Do y'all want to give y'all social medias? And then after you do yours, I want you to introduce your song, What You Want to Do. Which so, is my favorite. Ew, that's yeah. my, my favorite. favorite. Like Girl, What You Want to Do is my favorite. Really? No, yes. I think Happy Birthday to My Ex is really my favorite. My favorite part is Demu Laws verse. Like, yeah. that yeah. part, I feel like it really sells. You want to give them your favorite. social media? You go so you can follow me at Amber underscore the T-H-E-E underscore B-B-W underscore Barbie. Um, that's where you will get all of my, um, girl, don't be calling me in the middle. That's where you'll get all of my pictures, my model stuff. Um, I do post announcements and stuff. Or you can follow me at Styles by A Marie underscore or... No, not or, and my biggest beautiful organization. And you can follow me on Facebook at Amber Franklin. Okay. All right. Um, so you can follow me at Where Is Triple A. The word triple is spelled out. It's not three A's. It's Where Is Triple A on IG and Your Media Bay. Your Media Bay on everything. Um, and highly flavorable. So if you like food that puts you on another level it's called the adults happy meal and it's so good and my mom can cook her ass off and so, so this is we also have condiments so Y'all if you want to put like your own food snacks. like we have snack we have frito pie and we have quesadillas no she said fruit snacks but it's still those are snacks no, no, i heard the word fruit. snacks but anyway snacks. you can go follow me on highly flavorful um and, and that's on everything on social media on uh, ig and um facebook all right allura Hey y'all, it's your girl Alora. Y'all can follow me on all social media platforms. I would be very leery of following me on Twitter. At it's Alora's World. Twitter's where I talk my shit, so like be careful. <laughs> I might be talking about you on the air. <laughs> shit, Laura. <laughs> At it's Alora's World. That's I T S A L L U R A S World. And you guys are listening to my new single, What You Wanna Do, on all platforms. 
here at Music Impulse. All right, it's your boy Smiles. I got Amber, I got A Marie, I got Allura, and here's yeah. a new joint. What you wanna do from Allura? My huh? favorite. y'all it's your boy smiles and we're back for another segment of the music impulse pod by the Unku urban podcast on this segment of the special women's empowered episode that we got going on i got my girl ebony porter straight from the hometown akron ohio how you doing i'm doing very well and shout out to the 330 yes yeah, yeah 330. hello everybody yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, just wanted to bring you on because I, I want to do a special women's empowerment episode and highlight some some special dope women that I've I've seen recently. And I thought about you with your your podcast and everything. And you know, of course, I want to spot spotlight your podcast. I, I I do like it from the episodes I've heard so far. So, um, but. How's everything going with you? I saw well, you live out in Philly now. Yes, I've been in Philly now for three years, and that has been amazing. Philly is a great city, super diverse, a lot of black and brown people. So uh, that was checking off a lot of boxes for me. Prior to moving to Philly, I lived in Athens, Ohio for 10 years. Okay. And um, that's Southern rural Appalachia, Ohio. So I'm really grateful to be back in the city. <laughs> and thank you for having me on. Thank you for shouting out Sisters is 30. I know we'll talk a little bit more about that later, but thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, of course. Yeah. So, well, first of all, uh, I just found out you were in Philly the other day when we were messing back and forth. How, what brought you to Philly? What made you want to move to Philly from Ohio? Well, where did you think I was? You thought I was still in Ohio? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I actually got recruited for a job. Okay. So I got recruited. I work in education and um, uh, all boys college preparatory school recruited me. Okay. So, yeah, in 2017. I uh, drove eight hours for the interview. <laughs> I didn't know anybody in Philly, never even have been in Philly. And, you know, I just was like, let me go for it. Right. I'm the, I was the first female or first woman to serve in that role. The role, I was a third director and first female and youngest. Okay. And, cool. Yeah. So they swooped me up and I was there. And yeah. And then I've been in Philly ever since. I love Philly. Oh, that's dope. I love it. Especially the fact that it's like, hey, they called you. Like, we like you enough that we we need you to come here to Philly. Like, you, you're doing dope things. So I like that. So congratulations on that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So um, how's everything else with the pandemic and everything going for you uh, living out there? Is Philly like one of them cities that's shut down? Or are they like one of the cities that's kind of like Dallas where they still kind of like really doing their thing out here? <laughs> well, so to, to your question, I have two responses, right? First is like, how are you doing? Initially being in a city with no immediate family, mm -hmm. I'm also very single, right? And so the when we shut down as a city, I see you laughing, yeah? I have to put that out there for those who are listening. But um, when we shut down, it was hard, right? Because mm -hmm. a, lot of a lot of people would just maybe keep them to their immediate family for safety mm -hmm. measures, right? And so it was isolating at times. I'm very much an extrovert. Yeah. Um, we shut down. It just, it, it's, I don't even, I don't even know what the word is for it. Maybe after I do some more reflection, but it just wasn't a good season for me. I also, I had left, I was no longer employed with the school and I was doing contracting and site work. And then I got laid off in March. So I'm like, oh, now I'm really about to be in the house, right? Yeah, like I'm in a sit. This is not even my city. <laughs> yes, yes. So it was a bit yeah. much um, to navigate being here by myself. And yes, I have a community, right? But yeah. it was a bit much. Philly, initially, we were moderate in terms of activity. And then they did a full shutdown. And now things are moderate. I'm back with another school. And so we constantly monitor um, and I think we just were approved maybe like three weeks ago for people for uh, restaurants to have 50% inside. Okay. Um, so that's cool. That's cool. Uh, 
and also during the pandemic, you, you started your own podcast. Uh, oh, yeah. Sis, this is 30 <laughs> podcast. So run, run us through uh, how you wanted to start a podcast, what made you want to start the podcast, how's it been going for you and everything, because you've been moving. I was like, I see you posting all the time and you, you got episodes going on. So like, Yeah, well, thank you. So Sis, this is 30 is the life navigational podcast for individuals who are approaching their 30s or currently you know, navigating their 30s. And the podcast, I've always had the idea, and you know how you, I'm really annoyed by people who talk about something and say they're going to do it and say they're going to do it. And I found that that was me. I talked about this podcast for like a year straight, right? Yeah, that's that's what me, took me about like two, three years really of saying, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to start it. I'm going to start it. I'm going to start it. So. Yep. So you feel me on that. And normally I'm just a go-getter. I, I make things happen. I set a plan and I make it happen, but I just was dragging my feet. So I met with some of my friends, I think, let's see, since we launched in 20 this year. So this, it may have been at the beginning of this year, right? Before everything got real crazy or uh-huh. in the last year. And my friends were like, just pick a date, pick a date, right? And launch. And I'm like, okay. So did as much homework as possible and just decided to launch in May. So since May, we are in 11 countries on 10 different platforms. Yeah, so it's been growing. I've had paid sponsors the last three, three or four months. So that's been dope, right? Um, Yes, yes. Yeah, so, and we talk about health and wellness and career and finances. My most recent episode really brought light to um, Walter Wallace Jr., who unfortunately um, was murdered by the police this past Monday, so on October 26th. And he's a, you know, a young millennial, young Black man who unfortunately was struggling with mental health. The police were called. The family really wanted the paramedics to come because they knew they they needed him to be admitted, right, to the Mm -hmm. hospital. And um, unfortunately, Walter was shot. And so I, this this episode that just dropped today, I really dive into that, uh, being that I had a brother who had mental health issues. So mm-hmm. the podcast is just an opportunity for me to connect with other millennials, share my journey, my story, and in hopes that we all kind of grow and develop together. Yeah, and uh, that's dope. That's super, super dope. Especially that fa- one fact that you're in Philly, so that's real impactful to actually speak on what's going on in the city that you're in, because that's how I feel with Dallas. So anything that I hear that that's big in Dallas is like we have to talk about this on the podcast. We can't just not talk about it. We're here in the city. We're trying to get known in the city. I may be the only one from Ohio, but my two co-hosts mm-hmm. are from Dallas, so it's important that we speak on those different things. But um, also to kind of go off because you said like uh, your brother also had mental health issues. I saw was it this month in October? It was September. You had uh, you did a, a like a push up contest um, in his honor. Uh, can you speak of, uh, about that? What that meant for you and why? You, what made you want to do like this push up contest and all that? So my friend Mariah, she reached out and she was doing it was for mental health awareness, right? Mm-hmm. So first of all, I think September, if I'm not mistaken, is Suicide Prevention Month and mental health, you know, mental health awareness, you know, every month has a theme. But Mariah reached out and she was doing 25 push-ups for 25 days uh, to bring attention to mental health issues. And there's an organization, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's called Ourselves Black. Uh, It's an organization and I'll make sure to send you the link for it. So hopefully I'm not saying the wrong name. 
but it's a, a organization by people of color committed to people of color to bring awareness to mental health issues. And so Mariah hit me up and she was like, hey, Ab, you want to do this challenge? I was like, oh, 20, like what, oof, push ups, right? <laughs> She's like, push <laughs> I mean, I'll be honest, like I, people, when you, when you, when you look at my physique, like I'm, I am on the thinner side, but I'm out of shape if I can be all the way honest, like the COVID she said, she, she, she said physical activity. <laughs> yeah. And normally I'm very, very active, but since COVID, like the act. Oh know. yeah. I, I gained them 15, 20 pounds myself too. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So Mariah reached out and she asked me if I would do the challenge. And then at the end of the challenge, you you make a contribution or you ask people to join in with you. Mm. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to do this challenge and honor my brother. Uh, his name was Sean Jermaine McGinty. Uh, my brother, unfortunately, in January of 2009, died by suicide. He, unfortunately, um, he, we have a, uh, for those who aren't Akronites, we have mm. a bridge back home called the Y Bridge. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, my brother jumped off of the Y Bridge, uh, not to be graphic, but just to share with people, right? So like mm. when I go back home and having to drive over the Y Bridge, like, you know, it just, is something. Yeah, it's like, um, especially like, since it's a, a place that, we kind of can't really avoid driving over. Yeah, no, you can't avoid the Y bridge for the most part, especially if you have family on the north side. Yeah. And my family, my brother used to live on the north side. My uh, One of my sisters lived on the north side. So, and since, I think in 2011, um, the city finally put a bridge up because before there was no, there was nothing. It was just straight bridge, right? Mm -hmm. And um, not that they put a bridge, I'm sorry, they put a fence up and it, a curved fence to keep people from jumping. Okay. okay um, but yeah, so my brother was a wonderful uh, man. He was 31 years of age and unfortunately he was battling schizophrenia. And so, uh, yeah, in January, when I was a sophomore in college, got the call that he had died. And when Mariah asked me to do this challenge, I was like, all right, I'm going to, one, I really want to bring attention to mental health, yes. particularly shedding light on issues that our Black and Brown men deal with. You all battle a lot, and many times you're, you're not verbalizing it, and it's killing y'all. Um, you know, black and brown men are dying at higher, higher rates of suicide, right? Um, and so I just wanted to bring attention to it. So I started off struggling the first like two weeks. I felt like a limp noodle, <laughs> to be honest, because there's like video footage of me struggling and shaking, right? You're like, girl, I don't know if I'm gonna make it these. <laughs> yeah, real talk, real talk. And uh, eventually, you know, it got better. And so I was able to successfully complete the challenge. Another thing too, that was really eye-opening is how, you know, how many people um, appreciated the challenge, how many people could relate. And then at the end there, uh, there was a group of uh, individuals from my church. They um, jumped in on the last day and they did like a video. And so we have oh, kind of like a, yeah, like a collage that I'm trying to work on that I'll submit to my mom and my grandma. Right. So yeah, that was basically it, just to bring attention. I, I don't want to continue to see Black black men in particular suffer. I want them to get the help and the support and the resources that they need to be their, their best selves mentally um, and physically. That's dope. I really, that's dope. I, really, I like that. I like that. Especially because uh, during this quarantine, I actually started 
going to therapy. I have, I did like this, this program and they give you six free sessions, which actually I have one more session left to go. Uh-huh. So I was like, I definitely thought I was dope because uh, during quarantine, I, I, I had a, had a breakup with, uh, with, with a girlfriend. So like that kind of hit me. And then plus I'd already been thinking how I need to go to therapy anyways, just to, you know, talk about stuff from growing up or whatever that I, I may have issues with and just to talk it out and just learn that, hey, sometimes you can't really tell family and friends everything that's going on in your life without kind of, without them having like a, a biased uh, opinion on what's going on. So I thought it'd be great for me to really get some some therapy just so I, I could have somebody who's kind of, they don't know all the extra outside, I guess, real factors. They just know this is, this is what I'm telling you. This is what's going on. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. help me out where you can. Yeah, and Josh, I mean, I salute you for that. I mean, we a lot of us, I mean, I recently started doing therapy myself, right? Because um, during pandemic, you know, a lot of things came up, right? Because I'm by myself and I was really forced to to look myself in the mirror, right? Mm-hmm. So it's important. It do, And it doesn't mean for those who are listening and maybe kind of on the border, it doesn't mean that you're less than, you know, and, and not all therapy means that like somebody's, you know, rushing to have you take meds and stuff like that. No, we're just talking about talk to somebody and and achieving more um, mental stability and balance and just releasing things a lot of times people are holding on to stuff and we don't realize how toxic that is as well mm-hmm. it's very, definitely very important but uh, to kind of switch gears because uh, again this was the women empowerment episode I just want to kind of just ask you because um, I want to highlight you what what do you think is a woman empowerment to you um, and if there's any issues with the, the the name the title of the woman empowerment do you think there's ways to fix it and stuff like that or what, what's your thoughts on women empowerment because i know right now i feel like a lot of women in different sex like criteria are doing things like acting sports um movies music everything so i just feel like right now is like the year the year the last couple of years maybe like the last couple of years are like women yeah I mean, so I kind of had like mixed emotions when I hear the when I see the word women's empowerment, right? Because sometimes I think about women who who like hate men, right, or hate everything that men stand against. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. super, super, super feminist, right? And so um, I'm like, okay, like what does Josh mean by women, women's empowerment, right? So for me. Well, okay, a couple of things. I want to uh, address like that that first kind of image that I have. And yes, it's probably just like a bias because not everybody who's a feminist is like a man hater, right? Mm-hmm. I know that. But I uh, just, a, and I'm a part of me, I'm just kind of old school, right? Like mm-hmm. I, I appreciate men and their contributions and especially when they support us to allow us to do the great things that, that we can do in our society, right? And I know mm-hmm. that we need y'all. You know, sometimes I've been in circles with women and like, I don't need no man. I'm like, but I do, but we do, you know? So like yeah. we need each other. Um, so that's, that's like, that's my little, I guess, soapbox soap <laughs> on that, right? But in terms of women empowerment, I'm, to me, women have always, have always been capable and we continue to, to show what we're fully capable of, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so many things are like going, going through my head right now, but definitely we are capable, right? And I, yeah. I don't know, sometimes I'm like, 
more people are becoming woke to that, I guess. But even as like a young person, I always knew that I was going to achieve things, right? And mm. my gender, I never really thought like, oh, you can't do that because you're you're a woman, you know what I mean? Or you're yeah. a young girl, right? I always knew I was going to go to college, um, be educated, be successful, right? Mm. And um, I don't know, I guess I don't... I don't think about like my gender a lot in, in regards to that. I think more about my race probably because of where we are as, as a society, right? Yeah, I've heard that a lot. Too. A lot of women say that. I don't even think about me being a woman. I think about the fact that I'm black first. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, hands down, like that. that's what hits me most. And then many times I think about my gender when I find myself in a lot of female dominated space and I'm spaces and I'm like, where are the men? Right. Mm. So uh, being that uh, being that, um, you know, I have achieved a level of success and I don't say that to be arrogant. Like a lot of times, you know, I find myself in spaces and I'm like, where are the black men like flat yeah. out? You know what I mean? So I'm always yeah. like looking for y'all uh, yeah. and wanting to be in y'all presence in y'all company, you know? Yeah. And I know for me, uh, I didn't really think about realizing until recently probably the last couple of years about how even a lot of events I would do like in college a lot of those events in different like societies national honor society NAACP uh, black student union I didn't realize it until recently it's like wow a lot of those stuff I was one of like maybe a handful of men maybe a couple two three maybe no more than five but then mm-hmm. it's like 20 women <laughs> in here and it's just like realizing like wow women really have been doing the thing and hearing about how like even with the voting and the election coming up there how it's way more black women in that vote than the men do like the the women are the ones that get get us men to get, like get your butt up and go vote and, yeah, and stuff yeah. Like, so for sure i mean women have always been a force to be reckoned with and i've always seen that right and um and Another thing too, to, with that being said, you know, when you would find yourself in those spaces and not with a lot of men, like I know that there are a number of capable men, right? But I'm just like, where, where are y'all at? So for me, sometimes women empowerment is l- looking for, you know, other men and bringing them into some of those spaces, right? And yeah. some people may feel a certain type of way about that, right? But I, I'm normally in heavy female dominated spaces and I desire to see more men. Just for example, I'll give you an example within education, right? Mm-hmm. I desire to see more African-American, uh, Hispanic, just men of color teachers. Like that doesn't, the numbers are low, right? Yeah. And that's one space where I'm like, oh, if I can do anything to increase diversity in that sector, that benefits all people. Yep, because we need those examples of good, strong men in a lot of lives, especially like you said, with education and these kids, because a lot of the kids, they don't have those men in their lives because they're like in jail, dead or whatever or whatnot. So Yeah, it's just a lot of fact. I mean, think about it. How old were you or what grade were you in when you had your first male teacher of color or if you if you had one? Ooh. I don't. I don't think I can think of one at all in middle school or high school. No. Not, not, I was like, uh, where'd you go to middle school again? Uh, Goodrich. Okay. And then I went to Garfield. And, um. You didn't have Mr. Goodoff. 
I, I didn't have him as a teacher, but I, I do remember him. Yeah, <laughs> I, but I, I didn't have him as a teacher. <laughs> he was in the building, that's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah uh, I can't think of one until I got to college. Uh, like everybody call him JJ, but his name was uh, James, James Jackson. He was because uh, I took a class for uh, uh, color colored men. Like it was for it was like for freshmen because um, they had the one for the women, they had one for the for the men. It was just for incoming. Um, Men, men of color just to give you like a mentor and someone to help you adjust to college and all that. So mm. I would say where's that. Your, and where's your alma mater? Uh, Bowling Green State University. Hmm. So I was like, yeah, I think, I think JJ was my first one. <laughs> I mean, that's deep. You know what I mean? Here it is. You are a man of color and you're saying from K to 12, right? Yeah. So for the first 18 years, you didn't have somebody who looked like you teaching you. Yep. That's problematic. And so that's for me. And when I think about my influence and things that I can do in education, I work to, um, you know, combat that. There are different initiatives here in Philly that are committed to increasing the number of African-American male teachers. Uh, so many times when I've worked with different organizations, I try to partner with them. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, that's how I find myself in like the diversity space at times. So. Yeah, that's, that's cool. Kind of going off off of what you asked but that's <laughs> oh no that's, that's that's still dope i was like i, I love that the fact that you're you're doing that you want to make sure that there's like men involved in, in these spaces like hey we need more than just the women's voices we also need the men in order in order to also make sure we get this done we need the men and the women to have support of each other so mm, i love it we have to advocate for each other you know mm. what i mean yeah. so for sure um just to kind of end it off i always make sure i like to ask my guests uh because it's the music impulse so i always gotta make sure I, I ask some music questions so i'm just asking like two or three before you just get your, your answer so um first one what's one song that reminds you of your childhood so i would i mean this is a hard question because so many songs remind me of my childhood right like i think about old school my parents listened to a lot of old school so right off of the back I'm thinking about Ronald Isley right okay. and some some of that I'm also thinking about you know just all the things that went down in the early 2000s when we were when we were kids right so mm -hmm. I think I have more like artists you know like Mary J Blige um anything with like the, the Temptations was in our era but I just love a lot of old school music Mm -hmm. and early 2000s r&b that that was that was it for me in the summer and then of course i for every every i know it's summer when i hear summertime you know by uh will, will smith yeah like that's summer, how i know summer, summer, summertime. <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. yes, hey. yes so that that's for me, that's when summer is getting ready to hit. But yeah, I mean, I loved music growing up as a young person, old school. I loved playing music. I did, you know, I was in band. I loved singing music. I also loved gospel music. So yeah, just more old school if I had to, if I had to sum it up. Okay, okay, cool. Um, all right. Um, what's one artist that's your, 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 fa your favorite right now? Hmm. Good question. Are you familiar with Molly Music? Yep, I've heard of him before. Yeah. Um, Molly Music comes to mind and Lecrae comes to mind. Those yeah, two I, I, I like Lecrae because Lecrae's from down here. Yeah? 
Yep, so yeah, is. those two artists come to mind and and they come to mind because they are very intentional with their with their lyrics and very intentional with their words. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I look for nowadays when I'm listening to music, right? Music that is intentional. Also, one more, I know you asked me for one, but one more would be, uh, are you familiar with Jonathan McReynolds? Nope, never heard of him. Okay, so he's a gospel artist, but like this man can sing, like flat out. Yeah, two, I think it was about three years ago, um, he he was here in Philly for concert, right? And Mm. the power went out in the venue that we were in and he still sang, right? I was just like, this dude is legit. So people who have a good voice and are intentional with their lyrics and their words, and it's not just about a beat. Okay. I looked at uh, Jonathan McReynolds is an American gospel musician, 31 years old. Oh, his birthday is two days after mine. (laughs) Yep. He's a year younger than me, but two days after mine. Okay. I'm going to rock with him just for that. (laughs) All right. Awesome. (laughs) Team Virgo in the building. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's dope. Uh, I'll see. Next one. Um, so I feel like every every girl ha- has a, a little bit of a ratchet. You gotta have, you still gotta have your, your hype songs. You, the time, who's uh, who's like one or two artists or some some go to songs you have when you when you're trying to like kick it and have fun. Yo, show show, show the the ratchet side of Ebony. I mean, I I'll be honest, I don't listen to ratchet music. Oh, hey, there's nothing nothing wrong with that. I was like, uh, to be honest, like I just because I'm because I'm so conscious of lyrics, yeah. sometimes ratchet music, I just find it to be very disturbing. <laughs> you know what I mean? She's like, oh, this make my skin crawl. Yeah, some of it does, right? Because I start thinking of things more at a, on a systematic level, you know what I mean? Like, or systemic issue, you know, like, man, okay, so if I'm listening to it, how do young women who listen to it, how are they interpreting, you know, interpreting it? And then how are they then living this out? You know, like us who are adults, you know, like you said, oh, you just cut it on to get hype. But there are young people who listen and they don't know how to separate that, that they think that that's reality. And for some of them, it, it can be, you know, so I think I start thinking deeper. I've always been deep about when it comes to lyrics, you know what I mean? So, or when, when young people are, when they have lyrics and they talk a lot about using drugs or alcohol, Mm -hmm. you know, and the beat may be dope, but I'm just like, I don't want my kids like snorting stuff again. You know, so. Yeah. I feel it because me personally, like, I don't, like, I like a couple, like a few, few of his songs, um, but his overall message of future, I don't mm-hmm. like him. The fact that he's admitted, like, yeah, I may talk about doing drugs and all that stuff in my songs, but I don't do drugs myself. Like, he was like, yeah. I'm, he's been clean for, he said, for like some years, but he kept, he keeps talking about the stuff in his music. It was like, you're clean, but the music you're making is about doing those drugs. Yeah. So. And, and unfortunately, you know, then young people think that, or maybe even people still in our generation, they think that that's what they have to do. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, If I want to be, you know, get hype or, listen to stuff with a beat definitely like Lecrae and other um there's an artist here in Philly but he's he his name is The Truth so I mean you know like I I like artists once again if they're rapping or if they have hype music that is kind of clean I'm not really I never really been into the the ratchet music so 
right cool cool well uh to, to wrap it all up uh give everybody your, your social media let them know about the podcast and everything and how to contact you how to listen to the podcast and then we can wrap it up Awesome. So once again, everyone, sis, this is 30. I'm on every platform you can think of. A podcast drops every Friday. Uh, and you can find me on Instagram, Ebony Porter or Ebony L. Porter, Facebook, Ebony Porter. Um, that's what it is for now. Eventually, you know, we'll have a, a website for sis, this is 30, but just check me out. Since this is 30, feel free to DM me, check me out on social media. And yeah, I'm always looking for ways to connect with my audience and guests. So when you all reach out, I make sure to respond. All right, cool. This is your boy Smiles. I'm here with Ebony. Uh, we're on the Music Impulse, powered by the Uncool Urban Podcast. And this is another segment, another episode of the Music Impulse. And we out. See y'all. What up, y'all? It's your boy, Smiles. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Music Impulse. Follow the page at Music Impulse on Twitter and Instagram. That's M-U-S-I-C-M-P-U-L-S-E. And don't forget to follow the Facebook page as well. And don't forget to follow the Uncle Urban Podcast main page at Uncle Urban Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Follow me at JW Smiles. As well as don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, and Spreaker. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Music Impulse. Your boy Smiles, and I'm out.